Welcome to the one within all to another episode of Interverse, which I hope finds you well, wherever and whenever you may be listening. And when it comes to wellness, I imagine that many of you out there are well underway in the process of better understanding the keys to staying healthy while simultaneously processing the deep frustration and worry that can come alongside watching our friends and family continue to bang their head against the walls of the ridiculously rigid mainstream hospital model choosing to defer their own opportunity for self-knowledge into the hands of, into the hand-rubbing so-called experts who are often no better than simple yes-men for the insane insurance companies and multinational corporations who signed their checks. It's been said that the truth will set you free and that knowledge is power, and there's no aspect of life that these statements are more accurate for than the subject of life itself. It's my firm belief that we can't change our loved ones by beating them up with conspiracy facts, scientific data, or even self-evident truths. But what does work is to set the example for what a happy, fulfilled, and vibrant life looks like by taking radical personal responsibility for our well-being. And that's where our returning guest, Clive DeCarl, comes in to help lift the fog around our biological functions and supply us with essential products that can transform your body into the high-capacity reservoir of life force energy that it was created to be. After his own run-ins with the medical establishment and a life-threatening health scare protocol engineered by the mafioso malpractitors, Clive turned his dark night of the soul into a transformational testimony of the power of nutrition to do for us what no pharmaceutical chemical cocktail ever could. And he's been on the road of discovering what works best for each and every health situation that he can, always researching and updating his toolkit, all the while recording his findings for your perusal at his encyclopedic membership site called The Secret Health Club, where you can dial into the distilled holistic wisdom that Clive has gathered in an A to Z format, covering everything physical from overcoming addictions to properly practicing veganism. And thanks to the wide range of biology-boosting items on his website, Clive DeCarl has become a name synonymous with wellness. So check the show notes for a link to Clive's website that includes an affiliate URL that allows Clive to kindly provide Interverse with support for the purchasers that I refer. 
And do give the goods a gander, because beyond the nutritional supplements, you'll find highly technological solutions for a huge range of issues, including Rife technology, Tesla technology, cold laser and frequency devices, water purification systems, and a whole lot more. And now it's time to get into the latest and greatest info from everyone's favorite British-accented health advocate, the absolutely fabulous Clive DeCarl. Thanks for coming on, my friend, and welcome to Interverse. Thank you, Charles. Great to be here. The, the You mentioned that the truth will set you free, and of course, this is absolutely right, but before the truth will set you free, it'll really piss you off. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> the truth hurts. That's the truth. So, man, uh been a while since we talked, I think over a year. What's new in Clive World since then? Well, all sorts of interesting things have happened. I think one of, one of the most interesting in a way was um, I've introduced a product which you might have heard of called Methylin Blue. You come across Methylin Blue. It's, it was invented as a blue dye in something like 1890. And within a few years, it was discovered that it wasn't just a blue dye. It did all sorts of interesting things. Um, it was helping people rebuild brain cells. What they first discovered it did was reverse um, cure malaria. It turned out to be one of the best malarial cures. And microscopes were becoming a big deal at the end of the the century before last. And microscopists were always looking for different dyes so they could stain their subject so it would sort of jump out, you know, so they'd be able to see it more clearly. And each time they tried to stain, you know, a fungal spore or a bacteria or any sort of pathogen, uh, the methylene blue killed them, which wasn't what they they wanted. So they realized that here is um, an antipathogen, a material that actually works really well. Now, I've uh, just been studying the work of a medical doctor, Dr. Klinghardt from Germany, and he's suggesting, as are others, that Everyone has Lyme disease, and that methylene blue is one of the big hitters uh, to get rid of Lyme disease. So I'm, t- I'm just looking into the, this side of it at the moment. But there's an incredible book, got it here actually, called The Ultimate Guide to Methylene Blue. And basically what it says here, uh, remarkable hope for depression. Um Alzheimer's, autism, cancer, heart disease, cognitive enhancement, pain, and a whole host of things. It appears to be harmless, um, but there there are always caveats to that. It appears to be harmless, right? A couple of months ago, three months ago, something like that, uh, somebody wrote to me and said, they bought uh, a bottle of methylene blue from my side. And I recommend most, well, uh, the book for one recommends you start with 10 drops in water. Anyway, she uh, was epileptic and had seizures. and She didn't feel confident taking all 10 drops. So she decided to take two drops. So in the letter she wrote me, it explained that, you know, it, it was a daily occurrence to have seizures. And this day when she'd taken the two drops of methylene blue, she had quite powerful seizures, but with each seizure, she felt that her brain was overcoming the seizures. 
On the second day, she cuts it down, takes one drop. And I think she wrote to me about three weeks after that one drop. She carried on with one drop a day. Hadn't had a seizure th- since. Uh, you know, mo- most unusual. Um, but I think the thing that people seem to notice most with the methylene blue is an increase in sort of mental ability. Some people seem to notice it within a day. You know, things are sharper. They're remembering things better, whatever, whatever however it might be. So it, it's an interesting material. It's had a lot of publicity uh, in the last few years, really, as people have suddenly woken up to it. But it's been used by the medical profession forever. They still use it. Methylene blue is a very popular medication, mainly because it's harmless. Uh, hydroxychloroquine is derived from methylene blue. Thing is, you can't patent methylene blue, but you, you know, things like hydrochloroquine, you can. So generally speaking, they take usually natural substances, usually plant materials and turn them into drugs. Uh, in this case, they've started with a synthetic material. And, um, but it's very interesting. And, you know, as with anything I might talk about, I really recommend that everybody does their own research, uh, because as Mark Twain, said, you know, be careful what you read in health books because you may be killed by a misprint. <laughs> he has some real zingers, Mark Twain. Uh, first thing that jumps to mind is kind of a joke, but like, will the methylene blue as a blue dye protect you from the the blue lasers of the <laughs> directed energy? Good weapons? question. <laughs> Good question. Yes, yes, I have to pass on the answer to that one. But yeah, paint, paint your house. Roof blue, you know, only wear blue. It makes me wonder, though, if this is something that the medical establishment has been using the whole time. Um, you know what? <laughs> we know that that their their business model is about keeping people unhealthy, keeping people right in that liminal space between full dysfunction or death and actual solutions. So, I'm wondering about the, I guess. Why the medical establishment has been using it if it's something that actually has a, a positive outcome? Or are they using it sort of in a, a misuse way, like just to no, do the staining uh, thing? They use, it, they use it to neutralize cyanide poisoning, if I remember rightly. They use it to neutralize uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, I mean, it, it does a lot. And there, you know, there are a lot of um, ways they use it. Um, chemical poisoning, I think, think an overdose, chemical poisoning and overdose. I think it's, I would say that those are the major reasons they use it. It works. You've got to remember that in the emergency room, things are different to everywhere else in medicine. In the emergency room, their job is to save your life. Yeah. They're and, probably the most trustworthy wing of the hospital. Well, well, I think so because basically their job description is don't let that person die. Whereas one might even say that in normal hospital, the whole aim is to let people die. I mean, here in England, clients are constantly telling me that they went in to visit their elderly relative if they were allowed in, and and they they see DNR on it, do not resuscitate, or uh, nil by mouth, meaning no water, no food. I mean, it's just insane. Uh, It used to be called the Liverpool Pathway. And uh, 
nobody knew what it meant until people realized it was total starvation, no water. They changed the name to make it more acceptable. I I have a lot of thoughts about the spiritual purpose of these death factories. Maybe we'll get into that. But while we're on the methylene blue, do you know more about the chemical makeup of it or how the function of it in the body operates to allow it to neutralize these type of chemical poisonings? Well, I have read the book, but I can't really remember enough of that side of the technical thing to give you any any decent answer. But um, there are a number of materials for detoxification that are really worth considering. You, you know, you probably know what happens. Let's say you get some chemical toxin from the food, the air, the water, whatever, and the body can't deal with it and immediately flush it out. So often what the body will do is it'll take the toxin that it can't get rid of, try and split it up into secondary toxins. And one of the issues is that if one starts getting toxins out of the system, out of the cells, let's say deep in the cells and into the bloodstream, then one might feel worse. So a good example of this is is sulfur uh, as a supplement, MSM sulfur. Sulfur is incredible because it sulfates things. So in other words, if you've got a toxic metal, mercury, lead, aluminum, whatever it might be, the body can't get that out. If you can turn it into a water-soluble toxin, then you can pee it right out. So sulfur sulfates toxins into water-soluble sulfates. Now, let's say you you take just a little bit of sulfur because you're nervous, don't want to take too much. What can happen is you half do the process. So maybe you get it out of the cells. Now it's in the bloodstream. You feel worse. You haven't taken enough sulfur to finish the job, and it goes back in again. So this does not apply to every supplement. With, With MSM sulfur, if you take some and you feel worse, take some more. Take some more and finish the job. So that's one way that one can detox. Then uh, another way is to detox the liver and the gallbladder. And so many people basically have a, an enlarged liver or toxic liver. You know, the liver does so much for us. Uh, and the gallbladder uh, helps us digest fats. You know, a lot of people get gallbladder problems because they're, they're eating a low-fat diet. People on low cholesterol quite often have gallbladder issues. Now, traditionally, for years, there's been a really horrible remedy, which involves drinking loads of apple juice. Um, it involves uh, drinking loads of olive oil, uh, taking those of Epsom salts, and you meant to do it 12 times. I did it once. I, I'm just not doing this. I'm not doing this. It's really unpleasant. Anyway, um, there is a product that we've got on the site, which is a liver and gallbladder flush that works without any of the unpleasantness. You know, there's a direct link uh, from the bowel straight to the liver, and this uh, it, it works as a suppository. So... Uh, The sort of ingredients that are in the suppository are, and I'm just cheating and looking them up so I get them all right. Um, Yeah, glycine, taurine, phosphatidylcholine, piblerium, chancopiedra, dandelion peppermint, 
trimethylglycine in organic co- co- cacao butter. And then what just one of the interesting materials there is chanca piedra. So if you've got a stone, what do you want? You want something that breaks up the stone, and you probably know a bit of Spanish, chanca piedra means stone breaker. And you can literally pop a suppository up your bum and detoxify. So you just do that for five days. Don't need to do it any longer than that. And um, in theory, your liver and gallbladder should be, uh, you know, shiny clean. Then um, what about, I mentioned earlier about the secondary toxins. So we do another one, which is a sort of chemical uh, detox uh, situation. So basically, um, what sort of things can build up in the body? Um, well, the, the, the basic chemicals that I mentioned, then to get rid of the secondary ones, we have another supplement called albidextrin. And this is a liquid this time as opposed to a suppository. Actually tastes nice, and so often, you know, healthy, so to speak, liquids often don't necessarily taste nice, but this does taste very nice. And um, let's say you've got a problem with proteins. You've probably heard of prions. Prions are misfolded proteins in the brain, and that can lead to, you know, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, it can lead to uh, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, those sort of areas. Um, so you can get rid of prions with uh, our albidextrin product, you can get rid of a whole uh, host of things like toxic fats, toxic waxes, um, crystals of cholesterol, um, you know, the rancid fats, it organophosphates, you know, the, the runoff from pesticides and herbicides and so on. Um, and... Um, so some people who are having, who know that they're toxically poisoned, but don't quite know what to do. Uh, there are a number of products that we've just brought out fairly recently, w- which are really extraordinary and, um, you know, not in the normal run of the mill thing that you see. I'm pretty interested in the heavy metals poisoning topic. One thing that's really interesting is as my experience has increased doing the energy work that I do, biofield tuning, Eileen McCusick's method, I've actually run into a few situations where the old alchemical correspondence between Capricorn or Saturn with the metal lead and also with the knees as the body part ruled by this aspect of the Zodiac that I've I had a couple of clients where they had on the like mental emotional level they had big problems with authority which is a saturn capricorn topic problems and injuries with the knees and a history of lead poisoning <laughs> so like all those things actually folded together i find that so interesting but i was wondering you know aside from those more subtle or like synchromistic clues and of course, there's way more than just lead that someone can be poisoned by. What are some of the signs of heavy metal toxicity or ways that somebody can, you know, check themselves out or know one way or the other and do it for themselves? Do you have any info on that? Well, um, often the toxic metals are in the mouth. 
with dental work. It could be uh, a bridge or a crown that has a metal frame around which, you know, some ceramic tooth is formed. And at the beginning, that might be all right. But if the tooth below the crown is now beginning to deteriorate a little bit, there can be a gap. And if there's a gap, saliva can get in and start, you know, affecting the metal. Let's say that somebody's got two different metals in their mouth. They've got a gold filling, say, and a silver filling. Well, if you get two dissimilar metals in an acid environment like the saliva, you, you create an electrical battery. And as many of the meridians end in the teeth, this can be quite important. Um, by the way, you may know that uh, something like 90% of women with uh, breast cancer have a root canal filling in the tooth that relates to that particular breast on the meridians. One can look at a meridian map. Anybody who's got um, a root canal filling or almost any sort of dental work, particularly if there's metal involved, it would be well worth uh, considering finding one of the very, very rare natural dentists and getting them removed. Um, but there are very few dentists who can safely do that. But I would say that an awful lot of toxic metals are coming from me- are coming from metal fillings. You know, if anybody's got a silver-coloured filling in their mouth, uh, that's as far as they need to look to see if they're toxically poisoned. They will be. You know, one atom, one. Um, uh, one atom or one molecule of mercury comes off, uh, let's say it's methyl mercury or regular mercury, that will kill the first human cell it meets and the second and the third, and it'll carry on killing human cells for forever, or 25,000 years or whatever the half-life is, I don't know. Um, but with materials like uh, vitamin C. Vitamin C can be quite good for uh, detoxifying metals with MSM sulfur, as I mentioned, some of the other materials. Um, one should be able to get them out quite quickly, but you need to make sure that, you know, if you're turning something into a water-soluble uh, toxin, that you're drinking enough water to, to pee it out, and you're actually absorbing that water. You know, there's irrigation and there's hydration. So, Quite a lot of people, to make sure they are hydrated, might add a pinch of Celtic salt, a pinch of sea salt, uh, a few drops of fulvic minerals in the water to be sure that it doesn't just irrigate but actually hydrates. Um, so being hydrated is important. Um, for quite a few uh, of the toxins one wants to get rid of, one might want to uh, uh, excrete them out and making sure that your bowels are working properly before anybody does a good type of detox. Any type of detox can be a very good idea. You know, one school of thought is that you should have a bowel movement after every meal. Um, but if you're not having at least one bowel movement a day, uh, well, that's not good. It really isn't good. So um, I would say the easiest way to get the bowel movement sorted out, generally speaking, is to take a good... A blend of magnesium. Magnesium allows relaxation, so that combined with enough hydration, and now everything should flow really smoothly. Magnesium is fantastic to fix constipation. Yeah, magnesium is something we've talked about in the past, but 
it's been so long that I'm sure we have a lot of different audience here. And it's probably along with vitamin C, one of those things that is so essential that it's worth revisiting for people who maybe haven't been supplementing that, have no idea exactly the huge breadth of bodily functions that are completely dependent on magnesium, which is so deficient in everyone, pretty much everyone's diet, other than maybe people who have really great soil and grow their own food. But even then, they can be deficient because of the stress of the world. You know, our bodies respond to stress. Our, our bodies keep us calm in the face of stress, relatively, um, until, until the magnesium runs out. So most people are living a very stressful life. You know, in the old days, the most stressful thing might be meeting the bear in the woods, and you've got about 10 seconds or a minute to run away, and you're either dead or you're fine, and after a while, the adrenaline calms down, and you're, you're back into health and healing again. But a lot of people in modern life, from the moment they get up, you know, let's say they switch the radio on, it's all ghastly bad news, then they open the mail, and it's all bills and ghastliness, and then they go to work listening to more ghastliness, and then they get to work, which a lot of people unfortunately don't enjoy, and that's ghastly, and and ghastliness goes on and on. Then they're not they're not earning much money, so they eat ghastly food. And that stress means that they haven't got enough magnesium. And the sort of symptoms that people get include things like at a minor level hiccups, twitches, particularly twitches around the eyes, constipation, as we mentioned heart arrhythmia, where your heart suddenly races, back pain, sleep issues, migraines, epilepsy, uh, depression, um, headaches, uh, restless leg, where your head, leg kicks out at night, muscle cramps, any type of cramp, any type of spasm. And the list goes on and on. And most people have experienced at least one of those. Heart attacks, for instance, that's generally speaking a magnesium deficiency. So they've now worked out, they used to think that magnesium affected 300 things in the body. They now reckon it's at least 3,000 things. And vitamin C absolutely complements magnesium, and magnesium helps vitamin C. So, you know, I was, you know, you probably remember the story 38 years ago, I was in hospital, they gave me an antibiotic when I was fine. The next thing I knew, I couldn't walk or get dressed. I got arthritis so badly. I was in hospital for weeks and weeks and weeks, and they just offered me drugs, and I wouldn't. I refused the drugs. And uh, I checked myself out eventually, took magnesium, vitamin C, and a few other things. All the arthritis went away, and um, it saved my life, basically. If I'd listened to the doctors and taken their drugs, I would have been dead 30 years ago. Yeah, we're we're all glad that that's not the case. Yeah, me, uh, me in particular. <laughs> yeah, it's it's much better to be here in the present moment having this conversation. So, Clive, I've got a whole bunch of potential topics and questions for you, but while we're in this first hour that goes to the public listeners, I would love to make sure that you have as much of the space as you want or need to talk about other new things you've learned about or other things that are on the store that uh are you know within the last year or two okay but the first thing i should say that if people go to my website what they'll find is almost no information whatsoever however 
if they join the secret health club, which is secrethealthclub.com, they can join the whole club, which costs about $100. But if they want just details on the supplements only, what they really do, which we're not legally allowed to tell you in, in England, then for, for, I think, $1, it's just to create a contract of a private club. Then you can get in and see all the information. So um, the Secret Health Club is, is sort of where to go to get more info. Um, I'd like to talk to you about vitamin K2. So um, I've had vitamin K2 on the site for a while, but I don't, people don't appreciate how incredibly important it is. So let me read you. I've got in front of me some statistics. So... Uh, so this this is risk reduction by increased vitamin K intake, right? Reducing the risk. So reducing the risk of all-cause mortality, dying from anything at all, it's at 26%. So 26% less risk if you take vitamin K2. Uh, okay, advanced prostate cancer, 63% less risk. 63% less risk with simple K2. It's inexpensive. Uh, we make ours from uh, natto, natto kinase, which is a, a food they eat in Japan. Coronary heart disease, 57% less coronary heart disease with just K2 alone. And, and it goes on and on. But the thing with K2 is that it goes with sunshine. So sunshine and vitamin K2 do a lot. You, you know about Dr. Weston Price, the dentist? Yeah. So, you know. I know of him. I maybe don't know a lot about him, but I know the name. Well, he was incredibly famous, incredibly famous dentist. And um, what happened was that in the 1920s, maybe a little early, I can't remember, he started going to visit tribes that had been living naturally and had just been discovered. And he took cameras with him and he photographed all these native peoples still eating the original diet. And of course, none of them brushed their teeth. None of them knew what toothpaste was. He found certain societies where most of the people had brown teeth. Maybe they're chewing betel nut or something. Found others that had green teeth, basically, because, you know, some, he's found some tribes that used bits of stick to, get bits of stuck meat out of it or whatever it was. But he never saw a cavity ever. And they all had big, wide, smiley mouths, lots of, lots of teeth, big, happy, smiley faces. And so he spent the next several years trying to figure out of the natural diet, that, and they were all varied. I mean, one island, they'd eat this, one country, they'd eat that. So, but he realized there was something in common which was protecting their teeth. And he called that factor Factor X. And he figured it out. He figured out that a mixture of high-quality natural cod liver oil along with natural high-quality butter oil, butter oil from cows that were grazing at the highest point of growth of the meadow. So, you know, April, May, June, you've got all the wildflowers and the mushrooms and the herbs and the grasses all, all coming through. And the cows that grazed on that uh, made a butter or a cream or a milk or whatever that was rich in K2. 
And some cheeses have more than others. Some of the Dutch cheeses, some of the French cheeses like uh, Gouda, Edam have lots of K2 in. I think Parmesan has lots of K2. Um, but these days it can be hard to get enough K2 from the diet. It's possible, but K2 is an inexpensive uh, supplement. And what K2 does apart from protect the teeth, oh, by the way, Dr. Price was re- uh, repairing cavities with it, with his Factor X, the butter oil and the cod liver oil. He was reversing cavities. People think it's not possible, but you can reverse tooth decay. Once the dentist has drilled it, that's really hard. But if all you've got is a cavity, how difficult it is, is it to deal with? Well, if I cut myself, I'd have a cavity in my hand. Well, I know what to do. I don't rub food into it or pour hot drinks or Coca-Cola into it. I keep it sterile, leave it alone. And in no time at all, it'll have healed up, assuming I'm well and healthy. If I got a cavity in my fingernail, would I rush to the fingernail dentist and say, give me a filling? No, I would wait for it to regrow. So you've got a cavity in your tooth. Well, that's a sign that you haven't been looking after your teeth very well. Maybe you've eaten too much sugar and acidic things all at the same time or too many grains or or just too much high fructose, you know, the bad food. So now, now you've got a supplement. Well, what if you do the same as with your finger? Stop eating for a bit. If you are going to drink, drink things that are, you know, coolish or lukewarm and good for you. Um, and, you know, your teeth are regrowing all the time. You know, you do a lot of chewing. Well, you're going to have worn your teeth down. Like by tomorrow, they would have grown back. You can fill cavities in no time. There are dentists called ozone dentists who simply clean out the cavity, blow a little bit of ozone in there to make it sterile, and then your tooth can regrow, assuming you're healthy. Assuming you've got enough K2, you're getting sunshine or supplementing with vitamin D in winter, let's say, when you're not getting sunshine. You know, people don't realize that you can fill, you can regrow teeth, you know. So Western Price basically proved this in the 30s. And it took till, I think it was 1997, till scientists worked out that Factor X that he'd found in the cod liver oil and the butter oil was actually vitamin K2 and vitamin D, essentially. I recommend people that are listening to this go get on a image search. And what I typed in was Weston Price Native Tribe Teeth. And look at the images that come up, man. They <laughs> These are definitely not people who are getting orthodontics. In fact, of all the rackets, uh, the orthodontic racket is a brutal one. I've seen some very tragic things occur to people's mouths from <laughs> and like a long, painful, drawn out, super expensive process. Um, I'm really, really glad that we could cover the tooth question. and the ability that we have to regrow uh, tooth enamel and heal from cavities, things like that. And you mentioned how the meridian points are connected to teeth, that the teeth have a significant effect on our body's electricity, for lack of a better way of describing it. It's massive. It's massive. I mean, you know, when I was young, I went to a dentist who immediately, without even asking, started drilling holes in all my teeth. And I think he was doing it for the money only. I don't believe I had, I never had a problem before. 
never ever had a filling and suddenly I needed like eight. And now the problem is they do a filling. They take really a lot of tooth away to anchor in the filling. And that only lasts 10, 20 years. And then they can do it again. But after that, you, you're going to have to lose the, t- the tooth. And if only young people realize, I mean, if only I'd realized that K2, vitamin D and avoiding dentists like the plague, uh, if you've got a problem, fix it yourself. I'm sure I, I'm sure I would have had a full set of teeth at this point. I have a similar experience when I was young. I was lucky that when I did visit a dentist, the one that I went to seemed to have like a high moral standard <laughs> and they would explain what I had the same one since I was young, like a, a small child and kept going as a teenager. But at one point, the insurance that I was under through my parents when I, I don't know, 16 years old got switched and the old dentist was no longer covered. So went to a new one and this new guy <laughs> he's just rubbing his hands and he's like, your teeth are riddled with tiny microscopic holes that only I can see. And you need this, this, and this uh, process to fix it. Otherwise, you're probably going to lose your teeth. Just like full shock and awe, scare you into spending the money like a sucker born every minute. It's probably uh, remarkable how many people that would work on, especially younger people who maybe don't even you know call their parents and ask about it. But I was suspicious. My dad and I both agreed instantly like, oh, we don't need this guy. We figured it out. And went back to the first dentist and all he suggested was let's clean them. <laughs> and they would even avoid the fluoride usage if uh, I asked them to, but I, I am now in the boat that you're in and don't see the need to, to have somebody else do something that I have to be able to do for myself. But what I wanted to ask you now, since the teeth have this important element to our physiology of being like the end caps of electrical circuits in when people have to lose teeth or God forbid need to have all their teeth pulled and are now in a, a dentures situation, is there anything that that compromises in their like vitality, life force, energy, other elements of their mental or physical health that could be mitigated with, uh, you know, the right knowledge and application and a type of supplementation or practice to help overcome the shortcomings because I know the body can adapt to this stuff, but I imagine the getting all your teeth pulled uh, at least for a while, it have to throw you for a loop on a energetic level. Well, you know, if their teeth missing, then the mouth tends to contract and then it can upset the bite and, you know, various, you know, it can, some people upset the jaw. So, you know, anybody listening to this do not use fluoride. Do not use fluoride toothpaste. Um, if there's somebody you don't like, give it, give it to them. Otherwise, I'm just joking. Otherwise, take it to poison control because you can't, you can't, you can't bury fluoride toothpaste. You know, I think it says in America, doesn't it on if you swallow more than a pea sized amount of fluoride toothpaste, you must go to poison control. And so they put fluoride in strawberry toothpaste for children who, of course, swallow it. I did. When I was uh, first brushing my teeth on my own, I swallowed the toothpaste for a long time before my mom realized I was doing that. So when I lost the baby teeth and the new teeth came in, I have this like uh, discoloration thing on my teeth where... That's fluoridosis. That's fluoride poisoning. Yeah. If somebody's teeth are going a bit translucent, that's fluoride poisoning. And the incredible 
and there are many incredible thing, things about fluoride. The, the Americans, uh, before the Second World War, it was reported to the American government that the Russians, the Soviet Union at that point, were importing loads and loads of fluoride in, into the Soviet Union. And the Americans apparently wondered why. They were worried they might have developed some new bomb or something. So they sent their spies to the Soviet Union to figure out what they were doing. And they found it was crazy what they were doing. They were giving it to the guards, of, um, sorry, they're giving it to the prisoners in the gulags because it dumbed them down. They needed way less guards because it's a neurotoxin. You know, it's brain damage. So one of the interesting things about antidepressants is they're often made from fluoride. And you, if you're taking an antidepressant, if it says fluoro at, at the beginning, when you look at what the drug actually is, that means it's a fluoride-based drug. So if you take an antidepressant, do your problems, difficulties in any way go away? No. But you just don't give a shit the way you used to because you're dumbed down with the fluoride. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't really care. I mean, how ridiculous is fluoride? And they try to, I mean, most dentists believe that fluoride is good. I read the original report about fluoride, you know, the proof supposedly from, I don't know, 1950 or whenever it was. And it's all rubbish. It's extrapolation of facts that don't make sense. None of the fluoride story is right. As you probably know, it comes from the, the, the different types of fluoride. There's calcium fluoride and sodium fluoride. Uh, one is way toxic, which, which is the one that comes from the aluminum processing industry. If the aluminum processing industry had to dump the fluoride, it would be a major toxin and it would be really, really difficult and expensive. But if the aluminum industry via toothpaste and the water supply filters it through a human being, that's free and legally uh, neutralizes it by dumping it in the the body of the person consuming fluoride. Let me tell you something. In you know, there are three allergens that are toxic. There's bromine, fluoride, and chlorine. Then there's one that's healthy, which is iodine. All the other three displace iodine. So I did, made a video a few months ago where I got three glasses of water. I'd filled it straight from the tap so it had chlorine in the water. I got a little bottle of chlorine indicator drops, which you use them for swimming pools. You, you take a sample of the water, you put the chlorine indicator drops. If it goes green, good, there's enough chlorine, right? So the first glass goes green. The second glass, I put my fingers in for five seconds, pull them out. Put the chlorine indicator drops in, nothing. Third glass, I get a slice of raw potato, stir it around for three seconds, pull it out, put the chlorine indicator drops in, nothing. So if you're having a bath or a shower or you're cooking with drinking chlorinated water, I used to think that maybe, I don't know, 1% of the chlorine goes into your body. From that experiment, it looks as though it all goes in. Or an awful lot of it. So we, we are, if, if we're damaged with chlorine, which was a poison gas, we're knocking out the iodine. That means our thyroid doesn't work properly. That means that women, uh, get all the menopausal signs because, uh, you know, women in Japan have so much iodine and they're not stupid enough to put so many toxins around 
Um, they have so much unavailable seaweed that they eat that they don't even have a word for menopause because of all the iodine they get. They don't have a word for menopause. You know, Japanese women don't really get the menopause and they get much lower breast cancer because iodine is mainly in the thyroid. Everybody with a thyroid issue, I'll bet money, whether it's high thyroid, low thyroid, the problem was almost certainly caused in part by, in the main, by lack of iodine. Iodine goes with selenium. And if anybody's got a thyroid problem, I mean, if somebody's low on iodine, what they may notice is dry skin. If they're really low on iodine, their elbows might be dry. They might find they've got brain fog. You know, they walk into a room, can't remember why they walked in. Where did I put those car keys? What was I just thinking? What's my name? Um, their temperature might be out of control. Might be those people you meet them. Are, My God, your hands and feet are freezing. Or people, some, sometimes people run really hot, like menopausal women sometimes. So iodine, along with selenium, can fix all that, sometimes in days, usually within a few weeks, just a few weeks. But you've got to know how to take it. 150 years ago, 100 years ago, all doctors knew that you needed to give iodine in microgram doses. Now, since the Second World War, doctors have been taught, not, mil not sorry, I should have said milligram doses, it's meant to be milligram doses. Doctors these days are taught it should be microgram doses, a thousand times less. And so many of the supplements out there are so weak, it's a joke. You need Lugol's iodine, which has been around for 150 plus years, proven to work. It's just a mixture of elemental iodine and potassium iodide. Potassium iodide is what the American military give to people who might be getting radiation poisoning. When Fukushima happened, iodine supplies worldwide sold out immediately because everybody who knew bought it, sold out. Iodine was sold out worldwide, anti-radiation, anti-poisoning. Anybody goes swimming in a swimming pool with, with chlorine? Oh my God. They need iodine. You drink it in water before they get in the swimming pool and afterwards. Both. You know, you want to be bright, sharp, clear in the brain department, temperature, body temperature, balance normal. Iodine. How much does it cost? I don't know, $30 for a year's worth. So why don't the doctors tell you about it? Because it's thirty dollars for a year's worth, not you know, thyroxine, you know, the typical drug they prescribe. I don't know what that really costs, but I bet it's not cheap. I really appreciate. I think it was the last time we talked that the information you shared regarding taking a bath on your standard tap water in a city somewhere to add vitamin C powder, boron magnesium, things like that to the bath to neutralize. And I don't remember what neutralizes what, but I believe the fluoride and chlorine in particular are neutralized by the boron and vitamin C, one helping out with the other. But to clarify, vitamin C instantly neutralizes chlorine instantly. So you put a teaspoonful or two of pure vitamin C powder or probably even half a teaspoon would, would probably detoxify the bath. And it's I mean, good for your skin anyway to absorb through the water. Good for your skin. Yeah. I mean, uh, on my website, I sell a shower filter 
which actually is filled with vitamin C, vitamin C. And that the one I, one I've had has lasted about a year. And so you only need the tiniest amount of vitamin C to neutralize chlorine. And again, the people using the shower filter, generally women, say, my skin feels softer, that kind of thing. So boron or borax, you can just go to the store in the States and get 20 mule black brand borax, super cheap. You know, they wash clothes in borax. Um, you know, a teaspoonful again in the bath will neutralize fluoride. Uh, if you're unlucky enough not to be able to filter out the fluoride in, in the tap water and you've got to drink that shit, then it may be worth putting a, a pinch of borax into a liter of water, a couple of pints of water, quarter water, drink that, and that would neutralize the, flu- the fluoride. But also it gives you testosterone. Boron is very useful for people with arthritis quite often to get rid of arthritis. And it can be very useful uh, to build up testosterone and balance hormones. It's, it's an interesting material. So um, some people have baths in magnesium chloride, uh, dead sea salts, and that's great. Uh, you need a lot. You need a pound or two in the bathroom to do it. Some people uh, use magnesium sulfate, which is Epsom salts. But if you're using Epsom salts in a bath, again, like a, a pound or something, um, be aware that jockeys uh, who want to lose weight before a race have Epsom salt bars to dehydrate themselves to lose weight. So if you're going to have an Epsom salt bath, make sure you drink lots and lots and lots and lots of water. Then often people put things like citric acid in the bath. They might put bicarbonate of soda in the bath. And bicarbonate of soda is incredible. There's a book here, which I recommend everybody buys, called Sodium Bicarbonate by Dr. Mark Circus, Nature's Unique First Aid Recipe. And bear in mind that baking soda isn't necessarily sodium bicarbonate. You, if you're going to do it, you want pure sodium bicarbonate. And I'll just read you through some of the uses. Again, all these things I have on my website, uh, the products, that is. So bicarbonate use. Uh, for the pancreas, diabetes, kidney disease, you know, when they're doing, uh, when they're treating people in hospital for kidney disease, they use bicarb, um, cancer, well, there's a whole treatment uh, protocol for cancers using bicarb, incredibly effective. Um, you can nebulize the stuff. You can have bars in it. You can have wraps in it. Um, the thing is, the thing that people don't realize, is that sodium bicarbonate is almost the equivalent to carbon dioxide. Now, carbon dioxide has been demonized in the world. Oh, carbon dioxide is evil. But of course, obviously, carbon dioxide is fantastically wonderful and necessary. You probably know this number, but do you know what percentage carbon dioxide is in the atmosphere? What percentage is carbon dioxide? I don't, but I would reckon that it's pretty high percentage. It's 0.04%. Oh, but I thought we were about to catch on fire worldwide because of the bad, bad carbon dioxide. Do you know, I know this is going to be an awful shock. They've lied. I I assumed it was high because we all exhale it, that there would be a general amount in the air. But no, it's like basically nothing. That makes more sense, honestly, you know, in the world of inversion and, and everything is opposite day that they tell you on the TV. 
Exactly. I mean, the reason that we're, you know, oxygen levels are going down because trees uh, consume carbon dioxide and turn them into oxygen, but they're cutting all the trees down. Bill Gates now apparently wants to cut trees down and bury them to help carbon. So I, I don't know why he's insane. But um, so with sodium bicarbonate, they use it in the emergency rooms. They have it on the crash carts ready to inject in case of emergency needs. You know, um, So if somebody is under 60, they could consider using bicarbonate very carefully. So let's say you're one of these people who's eating too many carbs, eating loads of meat and cheese and stuff, and maybe not enough vegetables, and now you're running a bit acidic. Maybe you're unlucky enough to be poor in America, and instead of eating wonderful grass-fed proper meat, you're eating those sort of meats where they fed the cows or pigs grains or genetically modified soya. Those animals who've been fed grains and not grass, so to speak, will be running acidic. They'll be ill. So if we're eating that, and let, let's say we can't get fresh vegetables or something, and you know that's the sort of diet we're on, pasta, pizza, pies, whatever it might be. Um, if you took half a teaspoonful or even quarter of a teaspoonful if you're over 60 uh, in a glass of water just before bed, that will keep you alkaline all night. When you're alkaline, you're in full, well, you should be in full on healing. So it changes the pH of the body. The, the pH of the body changes the voltage, the cellular voltage. And cellular voltage is the difference between well and ill. So just a tiny amount of sodium bicarb just before you go to bed. Um, you know, all, all through that sleep process where we go through the, you know, every couple of hours, the body, uh, chooses to sort out one, uh, or two, organs so it's between one and three it's kidneys and liver three to five at night it is lungs and you can look at the chinese organ clock as they call it so let's say you wake up at three in the morning well that could be your lungs particularly if it's like 3 30 rather than maybe maybe three uh because you're at the end of one cycle into another but um yeah, these days, a lot of us, our lungs aren't as good as they were. Uh, for a lot of people, you know, their liver, kidney, gallbladder aren't functioning right. I mean, every, almost everybody isn't functioning as well as they could because they're poisoned by society, air, air you're breathing, food you're eating, and so on. So sodium bicarb can be very, very useful. I'll tell you how else people use it. Let's say somebody's got cancer. Uh, they should certainly buy this book, Sodium Bicarbonate, or Dr. Mark Circus, Circus with an S, by the way, has written an incredible book of cancer cures, and Sodium Bicarb is right out there as one of, one of the ways to do it. So somebody if they're under 60 might want to take half a teaspoonful, two hours minimum after a meal. You don't want to take it with a meal or immediately afterwards, because Sodium Bicarbonate is so alkaline, it will turn off stomach acid. So um, you don't want to do that. You want, you need all the stomach acid you can get. You know, everybody's been told, oh, you've got too much stomach acid. You're, that's why you're getting acid reflux. It was a lie. You've got too little stomach acid. That's why you're getting acid reflux. So you want to be careful of sodium bicarb because 
it turns off stomach acid. So that's why you want to take it two hours after a meal. Um, and many, many people have reported that their tumors have shrunk. There are doctors around the world who are actually, actually inject sodium bicarb through the skin right into the tumor. I don't try this at home, folks. But sodium bicarb, you know, and what does it cost? You know, uh, very, you know, $15 and you'll get loads. You know, you can buy it in bulk online, but make sure you get, you know, the, the, the pure stuff. Um, another material which is super interesting is niacin. This is a book, uh, Niacin, the real story. And I first heard about niacin, I don't know, maybe 20 plus years ago, 30 years ago. And the first medical trial to balance cholesterol was with niacin. They also gave various other vitamins. Niacin is vitamin B3. And I think it was, I can't, I'm not sure what the date was, but decades ago. And they found that, that niacin was part of the answer of balancing out cholesterol. So, uh, one of the authors here, uh, Ab- Abraham Hoffer, he was a psychiatrist in Canada and, um, Bill W came to him. Bill W was one of the founders of Alcoholics Anonymous and Bill W was so impressed with its ability to overcome depression, to overcome schizophrenia in some cases, to overcome bipolar, manic depression, uh, that he wanted to make it the 13th step of AA. Uh, but his organization sort of been infiltrated and taken over at that point. It never became the 13th step. But what niacin can do is amazing. Now the dosage, Again, with all everything I'm talking about, dosage is everything. It's getting it right. So the people who are schizophrenic, manic depressive, they may, may need three grams a day, maybe more, whereas the average person might just need half a gram. So there are two types of niacin. There's the type that gives you an all-over body flush. You sort of go red and the blood rushes around. This I remember be- using that to pass a drug test for jobs in my early 20s to get the THC out of the fat cells. <laughs> so some people really like that experience. Personally, I'm a bit about it, but there's a non-flushing type. So I make a blend, actually, of different non-flushing types and just a tiny bit of the flushing version because the flush is good. It's just enough maybe just to give you a little hint of it but if you take it regularly, then you don't notice it anymore. And um, uh, again, this just simply, I'll go. Th- I'll just go through the chapter headings a little bit. Um, mental illness, children's learning and behavioral behavioral disorders, reverse, reversing arthritis, um, cardiovascular disease, aging, allergies, alcoholism, addiction, Alzheimer's. Anxiety, I'm only on the A's. Cancer, cataracts, cholera, diarrhea, detoxification, erectile dysfunction, uh, fatigue, various diseases, migraines, MS, multiple sclerosis, nephritis, obesity, Parkinson's, uh, PTSD, Raynaud's, skin conditions, trigeminal neuralgia, 
it just goes on and on. One vitamin, one vitamin. So that's vitamin B3. What if, what if you took all the B vitamins? B1, B2, the whole lot. B1, people who uh, have body dysmorphia, they uh, have anorexia. Yeah, they see themselves as fat when actually all the other people see them as thin. That's a vitamin B1 deficiency. Diabetics often get tingling, numbness in their hands and feet. That's vitamin B1 deficiency. And that's just one out of loads of things that B1 does. Um, all the B vitamins are good for energy. Vitamin B17 uh, is known as a cancer reversal tool. Uh, vitamin B12, if you run out of B12 for a long time, you can get dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis. That's shortage of B12. Vegans run out of B12, might take 20 years. It's incredible how long B12 can last in the body in some cases. But when they run out, oh my God, even the doctors know about B12, but they don't fully grasp the connection with MS and Parkinson's and so on. How are we doing for time? It's a great moment to wrap up the first hour for our transition over to the second part. And so you can remind everybody where they can find your stuff and anything you want to share with them before we hit up the second part. Yeah. So there should be a link directly below uh, um, uh, Chance's affiliate link. Um, the website itself is actually clivedecarl.com. And my secondary website is secrethealthclub.com, where the information is all hidden. You know, 2014. The English government took me down from YouTube. 2014. Ahead uh, of the curve. Yeah. And I decided, right, okay, well, I'm going to set up a private members club that they can't censor me on. Um, yeah. So for the last, uh, whatever, nine years, me and my little team have been building it into it like an A to Z of really interesting stuff. Uh, you know, the very first video that pops up and there are articles and stuff as well is how children can see blindfolded without their eyes. Some children can learn in five minutes. They can do everything, they can read books, do whatever you like, because there's a, another mechanism in the body that allows children to see without their eyes between age of three and, 13 and 11. And that's older, older than that, they lose it. They can't do it anymore. I think that there's some kind of ability to sense things at least on a subtle level even as an adult because i've had experiences like that in meditation where i'm sitting and breathing with my eyes closed and i realize i can see the whole room around me in 360 degrees it's like a dim darkly lit image but it's there that's something that we can all potentially tap into i think our senses may be something primary to our physicality out of body experiences people have they can see hear all of that, but they're not in their physical body or their body's like shut off, their heart stopped, things like that. So that's a huge mystery and a, a fascinating one. I think it's related to synesthesia. Might be fun to talk about that in the second part too. Yeah, let's. All right. Well, thanks for being here, Clive. And we'll pick this up on part two. Brilliant. Thank you. Hallelujah and praise be. 
another rip roar and fun time with Clive DeCarl. I always like the <laughs> yearly checkup that I've I've been doing with Clive. I think we'll keep that tradition alive. Hey, I rhymed. He's just a, a wealth of knowledge, and I think that his Secret Health Club is one of the best resources out there. He generously, the first time we talked, provided me with the a login. And so I'm able to get in there and investigate on a topic, specific one that I want to find. Like the A to Z layout of it is awesome. So I think that things like that or the Tom Cowan New Biology Clinic, they're the way to go. This type of model, as opposed to the going to the butchers (laughs) and asking them to poison you and maim you for your health, right? That's not going to work. I think we're all past that. But ultimately, one of the great things about Clive's supplement-based approach to a lot of the, you know, the health solutions that he's got to offer is that it is more of a bridge between the normie, if you will, and the spiritually aligned energy healing type, right? Because let's face it, I don't think that I could convince everybody in the world that I might talk to that we can help them resolve their health problems through finding where the stuck energy is in their field and getting it back into flow and removing, changing the beliefs that were limiting them and processing the stuck emotions. More and more people are there, but definitely not everybody is there. However, magnesium, tons of science behind that, easy to point to it. And, you know, they're already, whoever you might offer this to, who's more skeptically minded or more normie minded, they're already probably prone to popping pills. So it's easy to offer them magnesium as a potential upgrade to their regimen. And as Clive says, everybody could be using it and ought to be using it because there's a lot of stress in the world and your body depletes the magnesium reserves when it's stressed. I honestly wonder if I've been taking enough lately. I've been taking just like two a day for a long time and maybe I should give it a shot to push that a little further, at least to the point where you might, I might be in the bathroom a little more than I want to be or something. But yeah, I love Clive's magnesium blend. If you guys out there are not currently magnesium users or you are buying it from maybe another source or a grocery store or something like that, consider checking out Clive's version of it because most magnesium that you buy is going to be a single form of magnesium or maybe two. And there's actually a lot of different types of magnesium subgroups of it. And the supplement that Clive provides, I think it's like five different magnesiums blended together, which means it's going to cover all your bases because each of these different types of magnesium it works in the body in a different place for a different thing. And we do honestly need all of it. So when we talk about magnesium, we're not even just talking about one thing unless it's the one and done supplement that Clive's got, which is like I said, five packed together. So you're making sure to cover it all off. Now, the other thing that if it's not in your toolkit, that's essential and you don't necessarily have to get it from Clive, but Clive's version of it is great although it's a lot easier to find decent vitamin C out there. Vitamin C should be on your checklist. It is a super vitamin. And I would love it if some of you guys might try ordering some stuff from Clive and using the affiliate link. That helps me out 
you know, I don't always promote it, but I probably ought to more often because it costs you nothing extra. And Clive generously sends me some kickback. I love those type of win-win relationships. And this one's been a, a great one for me for a good couple of years now. So if you guys enjoyed hour one and you'd like to know what we talked about in the second part, you can hear it on Rockfin or Patreon. That's going to be linked in the episode description. Patreon.com slash interverse or rockfin.com slash interverse. The Patreon is the full archive of everything I've ever done, including previous episodes with Clive and their second hours. And it's only $5 a month, quite a steal of a deal for today's inflated currencies. $5 a month ain't much. And the archives are much. There's mucho grande content in there for you to enjoy. And you get to support your boy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just doing terrible rhymes tonight. Uh, so Rockfin, 15 a month, worth it as well, though, because you get the entire catalog of independent video makers and creators that are on Rockfin, of which many of them are friends of mine and have been on this show. So if you want to go big, go Rockfin. Also, you can catch the live streams there whenever I do a live Interverse episode and you want to catch the second hour and not wait for it and be there with the other chatters. Rockfin's the way to go for that. And all in all, I kind of like the Rockfin app more than the Patreon app. Upside of Patreon, though, is that you can get an RSS feed copy that link to your podcast player of choice and hear the extended interverse episodes right there where you would hear any other podcast in your favorite app. Uh, Rockfin though, if you're not looking for the videos, one thing I have, I don't talk about that often is on the stacks page of my Rockfin page. Stacks are, is a tab on there. It's basically their word for a playlist and there is an MP3 archive right there for premium members. So you can use Via the Rockfin app or in your browser, you can get the audio only if you're looking to restrict the amount of data that it takes for you to listen to Interverse or you're not looking at the screen anyway, or you're having some kind of trouble with the videos, maybe not loading well or the app crashing. All that kind of stuff is not so common anymore as they've made improvements to it. The MP3 archive is there and I rarely tell you guys about it, but it is probably smart of me too, because I do take the time to put the audio only show up there for the extensions for the Rockfin members as well. So in this plus extension, we talked, we, we got into some altogether all fun stuff right away as we opened the conversation discussing out of body experiences, both natural and psychedelic induced. Clive has got a bunch of wild stories. And, you know, every time I talk to him, I get one or two of those out of him that I haven't heard before. We also discussed detoxing from the cowpoke. You know what I'm talking about? That circle, circle, dot, dot. Now you got your cootie shot. More and more people catching suddenly and having an accident. So good to know ways that we can mitigate that nanotechnology that is potentially what's in these uh, cow pokes. I like that. He, he also brought up electrotherapy as a possible way to deal with the, the nanotech aspect of this. If, if such an aspect exists, then we talked about germ theory and terrain theory in a nice balanced way. Then Clive discussed what he sees as the current, you know, authoritarians strategy, the bad guys strategy behind the upcoming next wave of cooties. We talked about 
Uh, I offered, <laughs> I offered Clive, you know, if he wants to talk to Topher about biochar and pyrolyzed carbon, because I wanted to know if he knew anything about taking that internally, which Topher does. Uh, but that led us into discussing charcoal as a supplement and what it can do for the body and carbon in general. Then Clive got into some other treatments, experimental modalities that he's been trying out, including cryotherapy, enhanced energy uh, therapy, and <laughs> taking out all your blood and filtering it and putting it all back in, stuff like that. You know, just a normal, a normal Saturday for somebody like Clive. Then we talked about the AquaCure or other hydrogen-based therapies, the science behind hydrogen. I asked him about solutions for allergies, as a lot of people here where I live at this time of year in September are having allergy problems. And then the last part, which one of my favorite parts was we talked about ways to question the body to communicate with the innate intelligence of the body. Awesome. Now, as we're wrapping up here, I'm sure that there could be somebody out there who is very spirit oriented or mind oriented thinking, I don't need no supplements to be healthy and good on you. That's all fine. But I do want to point out that it is not, you know, it's not a wise idea to, as uh, Owen Benjamin calls it, purity spiral about what it is you think is the right way or the truth. Now, of course, like any other person I have on my show, Clive and I probably don't agree about everything. And some of the information that he shared, you, I mean, if any of it is something that you're going to act on, look into it yourself. You should always be doing that, but especially so with health-related information. Just because Clive was on doesn't mean I can endorse everything he says about how this affects that or what this is good for, yada, yada, how to take it, et cetera. For example, the boron supplement that we talked about, which I do stand behind that. I know boron is good. When Clive was talking about it, he also said borax. And as far as I know, borax is something not to take internally. Borax is like a cleaning agent and boron is a naturally occurring substance. I could be wrong about that, but I'm just using it as an example. I'm sure Clive is not intentionally saying something that could be the wrong thing, but everybody makes mistakes, especially when we're shooting from the hip, running and gunning, <laughs> another Owen Benjamin phrase, uh, in a podcast, you know, it's podcast science, it's bro science, right? You, you, trust me, bro. I heard it on a podcast. <laughs> so just saying, look into things for yourself. Clive would say to do that too. That's why he provides the resources through his website. So. All that being said, we tend to take sides in things in life. You know, the germ theory versus terrain theory debate was so divisive that I feel like we lost a lot of the nuance in the truther community in terms of what could be going on there. Or, for example, the idea of <laughs> snake venom being potentially behind some of the toxicity that is in food and water supplies in the cow pokes. A lot of people just straight up, you know, people I like and respect, and I think they have a lot of good information to share, just straight up go to ridicule mode when you bring that up. Uh, but I'm still, jury's still out for me. I think that there could be something to it. And I have a lot of reasons to think that. Uh, so my point being, don't be in the purity spiral about, I don't need supplements. I can do everything with just the power of my mind and energy. 
Maybe you can, maybe you can, but consider the mind, body, spirit as a trinity that is your temple and your existence. And that if you're stuck in one area, you're stuck in the body, you can approach it through the mind and get unstuck in the body and heal on all levels. But the same is true if you're stuck spiritually or mentally or energetically, you might have success approaching it from the physical side. That's why I have conversations like this, even though my personal practice is in biofield tuning, operating strictly from the mental energetic level. So try to try to see things in the middle, try to meet in the middle, the balanced approach, the mercurial liminal space place to be certainty brings ruin. Try everything. (laughs) Believe nothing. Do your own research. I hope you get what I'm saying here. Yeah. Because I, you know, I I do both things. I do have some nutritional supplements and I do operate from the energetic level. I do use sound as a therapy. So I'm a I'm a bothist. Maybe it's the Libra aspect of my birth chart, which is a strong aspect. So anyway, I'm ready to wrap it up. I had a great time with Clive. Hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. Check out the links below the episode for Clive. Carl.com, but please use the link in the show description if you are going to make a uh, make a purchase and not just go to the website because if you use my link i get the affiliate kickback please do that thank you <laughs> and it costs you nothing extra so why wouldn't you thanks very much there's also other great things that you can do like typical new herbs if you want to go a more natural route for your supplementation the herbal tinctures hydrosols, roll-ons, straight up herbal packets for teeth, things of that nature. Kyle Denton and his wonderful wife, Serena, and their employees do an incredible job at Typical New Herbs. I love their stuff. You know him, you love him. He's on the Vibrant all the time. Interverse is a checkout code for Typical New Herbs. We'll get you a 10% discount. Awesome deal. Hit me up for tuning, chance at interversepodcast.com. Or go to my website to find out more about the process. If you want to hit things from the mental, spiritual, and energetic, emotional level. But like I said, I recommend approaching these type of things. Um, these type of things. I mean your health, your well-being on a holistic level. Meaning hit it from every direction. Do it all. Do it well. So till next time, you guys. Be healthy. Be well. Be good. And enjoy your lives. See you on the next one. Much love. Bye-bye.
Sun, sun, sun.